Hey everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. And I'm Vanessa Ragland. Hey V. Hey, see? <laughs> I've never called you see before. No, you <laughs> it took me a second to think, like, what is the first letter? Hey, okay. All right. Well, you, you did it. You put it together. Still got it, I guess. You might have mommy brain right now. Mooch it out. There you go. Thank you guys for coming to the show. We're so glad to have you. Yeah, really exciting guest today. I'm super Stoked. Yeah, speaking of, uh, if you leave your answer what? to the first question uh, on our website with this episode, you have a chance to win an office space da, Blu-ray da, da. signed by Milton himself, Stephen Root. That's right. That's, that's right. a good so, prize. That's a really good prize. So go to popmyculturepodcast.com and click on the episode that's this one and leave uh, your answer to the first question. Yeah, there you go. Um, the more delightful the answer, the more likely you are to that's, be. That's true. And uh, while you're on that page... Oh, I know what you can do. You yep. can donate to us. You can. Is that where you were headed? Yeah, that's exactly where that's going. <laughs> okay, great. You can go on our website, popmyculturepodcast.com, and click the donate button because we're listener supported yep. mostly. And if you uh, donate something, we will give you a shout out on a future episode. Yeah, and that's about as special as it sounds. That's right. It's about to get special in here because we need to do a some thank, thank you. yous. Unsk, unsk, unsk. You know, it's been a while since we've uh, checked in with my little buddy who lives in my pocket. Oh, it has been a while. Yeah. You've been wearing very tight pants. I, I hope have. she's okay. She's probably not happy right now. No. So let me go ahead and uh, bring out uh, a Catherine, tiny Catherine Hepburn. Are you there? <gasps> oh, oh. Hello. Whoa. That, those trousers. Can we talk about the trousers? Yeah, I'm sorry, Kate. I those apologize. are too much. Entirely too much. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. I will start wearing cargo pants. The wind's pants. been smashed out of my lungs. I understand. I will start wearing cargo pants. So you have a nice, spacious, like, two-bedroom apartment, basically. Oh, uh, yes. If you can help us with the I'd love an today. extra pocket. Some pocket room would be really nice. Great. So just help us with these thank yous, oh, and uh, it'll be okay. good. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just getting my bearings about me. Right. So, His uh, pants are so tight. They were. Oh, I, I understand right, that. I understand right. why you're Here lightheaded. We Here we go. Uh, the first one to thank is Gareth. Gareth. Darling Gareth, I miss you so much. It's been five weeks since last we rubbed our bodies on each other. Is it that sort of a... Sure, except... Uh, you know, it's fine. It was good. It was thank good. you, Gareth. Uh, thank you for all that you've given me and for being the recipient of so much as well. Okay, I guess you've turned into tiny sexual Catherine Hepburn, but that's okay. Uh, Tim is the next one to thank. Tim. No, no, no. no that's strictly platonic, really. Uh, Tim, thank you so much for helping these kids out. They're great. I hope you're having a really wonderful day. Maybe treat yourself to some fruit. That'd be good. Uh, also, one more, Fiona. Fiona. Now, that's a name. That is a name. That's a real lady's name. I could never pull off that kind of name. So my hat's off to you, Fiona. <laughs> that's a name that wouldn't fly at the golf course. That's, that's true. The boys would make fun of her <laughs> so much. Well, you, you did great. So oh, I'll tell you what, you. I'm going to put you no, back in these no, hands. No, 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 please, no. Oh, <laughs> tiny Catherine. Right, you know, times are hard. She's not tiny enough. My pants are downsized. <laughs> Can I say? Is that the whole reason that we just did that bit for that joke? <laughs> I think it is. Uh, thank you guys for indulging that, and thank you guys for donating. We actually do have a sponsor this episode. Loot Crate. So for those of you who don't know what that is, it's a subscription box service for geeks and gamers that delivers epic items to your door for less than $20 a month, and that includes shipping and handling. You can get one, three, or six-month plans. Previous crates have included items from Marvel, Nintendo, Blizzard, and many more, and you have until the 19th of every month at 9 p.m. Pacific, y'all, to sign up for that month. Oh, I like that and southern it's over, twist. It's over. It says Pacific, and I want southern. I don't know why. Uh, every month, a lucky looter, that's a subscriber to Loot Crate, gets the chance to win the Mega Crate, which has epic oh. items that total over $750 in value. Cha-ching. There's been consoles, collector editions of games, and other surprises, so uh, that's a pretty nice perk should you happen to win the Mega Crate. Um, they contain items you've never seen before, and Loot Crate works with licenses and brands you know to get exclusive items on a regular basis. So basically, they're picking out all the cool stuff that you don't have to take the time to surf the internet to find. Exactly. And you never know what you're going to get, so surprise is fun. I enjoy that. You do like a surprise. I do. I buy lots of blind box yeah. items that you open up and <laughs> yeah. like, oh, look, I got this figure. Like, I love that shit. So mm-hmm. definitely do that. It's available outside the U.S. as well. They ship to Canada, the U.K., and Australia. 
Check out LootCrate.com and enter the code POPMYCULTURE to save $3 off any subscription plan. LootCrate.com, POPMYCULTURE. I wonder how they came up with that code. I don't know. Weird, <laughs> right? They, they ran a lot of stuff by us. <laughs> um, we had to turn a lot of things down. That's right. <laughs> also, you guys, if you like the show, go to iTunes. Leave us a review. Five stars, please. We'd prefer that. <laughs> That's a new character. I, <laughs> I don't even tell you that we, uh, Vanessa, we got another one-star review. Did we? Somebody was upset because we were making fun of uh, religion, I guess. Which I don't oh, really? remember doing. Oh, but no. uh, we apologize because so uh, we're pretty good about just keeping it light and fun. And open-minded. So, right. sorry. I don't like to step on toes and all. No, nope, not at all. So, uh, <laughs> we apologize to you, sir. <laughs> For whatever it was we said uh, that offended you. But uh, if you like the show otherwise, yeah. <laughs> five stars, please. It helps us to get featured. And you can shoot us an email. Info at popmyculturepodcast.com. We read them all. We'll respond to you. Respond. Respond. We'll respond We're to you. We're still hung up over that one-star review, I honestly. tell you. We will respond to you. So uh, shoot us an email. Guest suggestions always welcome. Yes, we love them. Yep. Speaking of guests, I love this guy. I'm Me really too. excited to get to this. He's wonderful. Here we go, guys. <gasps> Uh, our guest today, well, this guy, he's uh, he's one of the kings of the character actors, I would say. You know, from news radio, office space, and Boardwalk king Empire. King of the Hill. King of the Hill. There you go. There you go. That's the kind of king I am. There you go. <laughs> Steven Root is here. Yay! No, they you, do you, that. You they do that at home. There, oh, yeah. Okay. And and all sorts of fanfare. Excellent. Yep. There's, there was a bunch of stuff he put in in post. I did yeah. play the King of Torts on Adventure Time. Oh, <laughs> look at this. So I am king of Many, many things, yeah. It must be nice. Does it feel good to wake up and be you? <laughs> it feels good to wake up and, and work every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, <I would> <laughs> that's know, a nice that's, feeling. That's about it. It's, it's such a change business, it seems to me, in the last 10 years. Oh, just in the last 10 years, even? Yeah, well, in terms of, uh, of, of salary and, and uh, availability, because there's so much stunt casting, I think, now. Oh, yeah, that's you know, definitely all, true. If, if, you know, any... any F-list celebrity is available, they'll take that over a real, you know, character actor. So I'm maybe not, you not should make about, a sex tape about, or something? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you I could combine your one. career with... <laughs> no, but I think it's... I don't know why I'm saying this, but I, I, I feel strongly about it, that, that they're not developing character actors because they're giving it to stunts. It's true. So, so where are you going to get where are you going to get the guys that are going to get really, really good after doing some meaty roles yeah. know, in, down there? It's not happening because they're not giving it to them. And there's a huge gap between the character actors of when it was all starting and sitcoms and everything, and now what's happening, I guess. Is that blower going to kill you? No, we've recorded with the leaf blower before, and it somehow doesn't show up. It's very, very faint, if at all. (laughs) It's like a... I like it. It, is bizarre. it makes us feel good. It makes us feel it's professional. Good, We're here in the yeah. studio I as usual. Like it when my leaf blower comes because it, then I know that the you're dog, not blowing those leaves. I'm not blowing them, and I have to take the dogs in. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Do they usually get to frolic outside? Well, one of them, my small one, will immediately leave the area if the gate is open. <laughs> <laughs> she will go to leave. And I gotta go, but the big one will just sit there at the gate going. <laughs> Smiling at this the passersby. <laughs> There's things blowing. <laughs> but the little one just wants to escape, you know? Uh, mine do too. I think I love them so much, mm-hmm. so intensely. And then, yeah, if the gate's open, they're gone. Yeah. They are gone. They don't care about me. <laughs> I'll see you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it worked out for them. I mean, they're both from the pound, so they've done this before, where they get out of it, get a new mom, get out of it, get a yeah, new yeah. mom. Yeah. They've probably done it for uh, they, years. They call it rebooting their lives. <laughs> <laughs> These dogs are so advanced. Yeah, I can reboot it. I'm tired of this place. And reboot. They're all mutts, but they're smart. They're so smart. They're, they're devious. So smart. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, well, we've railed against the uh, the uh, television business, but I think that's true. I mean, yeah. Where are you going to develop people? Yeah. How, how are you going to do it if you just stunt cast all the time? Well, the main thing is, like, in the last 10, 15 years or so, all of a sudden TV became a place that, like, movie stars like to go. Where yeah. they weren't there before. It was, right. like, that weird that weird thing of, like, t- television is the ugly stepchild of, of entertainment, uh-huh. and you only uh-huh. go there if blah, blah, blah. And it kind of was. I, but but we're, if you're going to do good, long-form drama, that's the place to be now. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. I, I, I kind of agree with them being there, If you, but but you've still got to develop. Other, you got to develop actors. Get actors, if they don't have any kind of things to play when they, and they're in their twenties and thirties, where where's your forty year old, you know, 
movie star going to be or your 30 year old movie star going to be? They're going to have to up like Tori Spelling and be like, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess she's a bad example because she was an actor. I was thinking of like reality personalities that are going to have to just, they're going to have to make ends meet, put them in the middle of a drama. Here you go, Kim Kardashian. Uh, We have no one else. We have no one else. I don't think I need to see JWoww on Law and Order or something. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird, but that's kind of what it is. You know, especially with now, like, like when they do things like True Detective, that are like eight episode series, big mm-hmm. movie stars that don't necessarily have to come back for season two. They no, can well, yes, that's it. it. And I, I don't begrudge that, but it's like then don't put you know stars in the in the lesser roles. Yeah, because right. that's where that's where the good character guys should come in, and they're not coming in anymore. They're not giving it to them, and that's happening in voiceover too, where absolutely everything is the stunt cast. Yeah, and everything, yeah. and not and, and and quality doesn't seem to enter into the picture, which you know, is whether upsetting. It's right for the, the the role or not, whether it's voice or on camera. Yeah, yeah, it's upsetting, but we'll be dead soon. Yeah, everyone will be. <laughs> I'm old, so I certainly will. So every day matter. we're all closer to death, <laughs> honestly. And if you think about how small we are and how insignificant, none of it matters. Have you watched Cosmos? We yeah, are it's nothing. not okay. We are nothing. We're nothing. No. We don't matter at all. No. I mean, it kind of helps sometimes, you know? Like, if you're stuck in traffic, you're going to be five minutes late, and you yeah. feel like, oh, God, this I can't handle it. And then you're like, we're nothing. It's we're not nothing. a big deal. It's a multiverse, so it yeah. doesn't matter. But then other times when you realize that it feels very bad, <laughs> we're nothing. We're dirt in the sky. All the things that we think matter, they don't matter. They you don't, don't matter. matter. No, it's just, just going to your doctor and getting drugs at that point. Is- <laughs> <laughs> It's like when you're a kid. Make and, me feel less. And you have those like little existential crises of like, what if we're just like <laughs> on the nose of a giant our entire world? Uh-huh. It's just one little And then here we are. Dust. Well, according to Neil deGrasse, that's true. That's true. We were right <laughs> we as are. children. I love that show. It's so fun. It harkens back to your, I don't know if you guys are too young to remember Cosmos, mm-hmm. the 70s. I didn't see the, the original. The, um, billions and billions of stars. Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan. But it was great. It was really a cool thing, and I hope I hope kids these days watch it because oh, how I got my education <laughs> <laughs> about that anyway. And if anything, the visuals are pretty mind blowing nowadays. Yeah, they're great, and I and I love it. Um, uh, the animation guy that they're using for this, it kind of looks like the same animation that they they used for the. Uh, um, cream drummer uh, Ginger Baker His his uh, doc Did you see that? I never saw that now You must immediately Yeah But they use kind of I think it's the same Animation guy uh, That did the documentary For him And just brilliant I think I think great, great. Simple Good Nice yeah. Well there's something We should definitely talk about In oh. pop culture right now okay. Which is that um, Stephen Colbert Has been announced To replace David Letterman Yeah In 2015 which sounds so futuristic. It does. It does. Um, Again, does it really matter? <laughs> it like after matter. talking about this, it's like, oh, whatever, <laughs> right. way to go. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. TV isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, which is kind of funny because it's David right. David will be dead by then anyway. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Matter. He's really exiting CBS. Really? This is an exit for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's coming on the heels of that whole cancel Colbert thing and, um, you know, the hashtag that went around yeah. on Twitter and that whole where they're trying to, you know, because of his comment or whatever, they're trying to get him his show canceled. And then they sort of won. They sort of succeeded because <laughs> it got canceled. Yeah. In a sense. But he's on a much bigger he's stage bigger now. Platform now. Yeah. I think, I think that'll it's be. A good choice. I think it's a good choice. I'm excited. Yeah, I he's so smart good. and funny, and yeah. he's not that character. Yeah, you know, the, the persona dies. Yeah, in a sense the persona is getting canceled because. But he's smart. You know? Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. He doesn't need the persona anyway. He's just a smart guy. Yeah, as as Letterman's brilliant as well. So I think it'll be great. Some people were saying like, "Oh, I can't believe someone so obviously liberal will be coming to." TV and it's like look around <laughs> like does is are you that small minded that you think just because he had Colbert show, like that's the liberal in Hollywood like that guy no no well, and also it's like it's a late night talk show like they're right. going to interview people they're not doing oh. hardball like is that liberal yeah. going to be interviewing Miley Cyrus when she comes <laughs> out to promote a project I'll be asleep anyway but I don't like the idea of it. <laughs> it makes me feel bad yeah that's always one of the things that kind of cracks me up though is like when somebody leaves a show that really is just like a fairly standard format talk show with maybe a couple segments or whatever mm-hmm. and then 
they get replaced by another host. So who's going to replace it? I was like, why not just not have that show anymore? Like Did, make like, a new show? Yeah. It's the Letterman. We call it Letterman because it's Letterman. We don't call it the late show, right. really. You know, exactly. So, like, who cares if the late show comes back? Right. Just Nobody does. It's no. a yeah. person. So. Yeah. Just give Colbert a show and yeah. call Col- it whatever. Colbert <laughs> report. report. <laughs> have that replace the yeah. time slot. Like, there's no reason to. The reason is branding. Listen, I'm very into marketing <laughs> yeah, and I understand what just works. just call it the Colbert Report. Okay. <laughs> it's a totally different show. Totally different show. <laughs> there's a hard t. See? At the end See? of the word, yes. <laughs> now there's also rumblings that Chelsea Handler is going to be going to CBS in some sort of late Oh, I thought the well. rumblings where she was up for that same You know, gig. that that would have been a good choice as well. Yeah. She's a very similar sensibility, I think, to yeah. David Davidson. She would have been great. She's been running her show great for so long and growing it really impressively. Right. Yeah. There are some people saying that Ferguson's gonna go away, and that Handler's gonna replace him. Oh, really? Yeah, that's. I don't know. I don't know how much truth there is to that, but those are the the rumblings. Oh man, late so night sweet. drama. <laughs> and they all have like so similar titles: the Late Show, Late Up, Up All Night, Late Time, the Late Late <laughs> Show. We get it. We know what it's on. <laughs> time to order pizza again. Sure. <laughs> Almost bedtime. Yeah, the show. <laughs> the show, <laughs> the experience, the ride. Uh, did you guys hear about this U.S. Airways Twitter scandal that just happened? Yes. Probably not because I'm a Luddite. We, You're going to love this. Okay. Uh, so, you might not at all. <laughs> because like, Twitter is such a thing now. Like You'll notice it like, whenever you're watching TV, like they tell you what to tweet about now. It's kind of obnoxious. Like, frightening, At yeah. the bottom, it'll be like, you know, <laughs> if you're watching Survivor or something, it'll be like, hashtag uh, spider jump or whatever happened on the <laughs> yeah. episode. And like, hoping everybody will write that. And like, why don't just put like Survivor? We'll figure it out. But, um, <laughs> but, like, but that's happening now. And so like now every single brand or company has their own Twitter accounts and social media which i guess is good in a sense that you can get quick responses like if you're an airline you tweet it i'm like yeah your customer service is going to improve because it's a public forum instead of you on a mm, I see thing that. i see that then get you back right away so yeah the, on the u.s airways one somebody wrote back to some customers complaining saying like oh we get it um hope that your thing gets resolved soon but then there was a link to a picture and the picture was a woman uh, with her legs open, with a toy plane in her vagine. Uh, vagine. <laughs> See, that's not acceptable, really. No. Well, okay, so you're old school. That's what I'm getting from that. School. That's true. And once you it goes on the internet, put the blanket on it. There's a little blanket that comes in the seat. Right. All you have to do. Or a little barf bag yeah. that can cover more than you Almost think. Almost anything could cover it. But sometimes I'd rather watch that picture than the in-flight movie selection. Oh man. Am I Bad. Uh, yeah, so like, it was up for almost an hour, I guess, before they finally got it off. And once it's up for like two seconds and one person sees it and retweets it or whatever, like it's out it's there. It's never going to come Indelible down. on the internet, uh-huh. yeah. Um, and so, of course, they said, like, we're, lo- we, we we're looking into this. We're looking into this. Mm-hmm. Who could have possibly done this? <laughs> but anyone can do it. Anybody yeah. you hire to do that can do that at any right. time. Yeah. Anybody that has your Twitter information. Well, I if I ever did a show again where I was actually working every week, um, they they make you have a Twitter account now, right? Oh, do they? Think, I'm yeah, sure they do I, to I, encourage. Time, yeah. On Wayne's show, he said, I mean, he never had one. They said, no, you have to have one and you have to tweet. And we'll do it for you, but you have to have one. Whoa. Yeah, it's like almost putting it into contract time. And I think that's bizarre. That's, that's, no, I don't think so. Yeah. It's so weird. if you want to yeah. be a performer, you also yeah. have to let everyone into your personal life exactly. and interact with them constantly. Exactly. Oh, and, that's part of the job? Yeah, and it ain't. Yeah. So... It is pretty creepy. It's, it is. It is to me because I mean, I think as a performer, I think you've got to have some mystery. Yeah. Especially as a character actor, when you're doing different things every time, and you need to be yeah. whatever you need to be in that moment yeah. without like. Yeah, I, I don't want to tell you what I had for breakfast on the set of blah blah blah. You don't have to tell us. Just tweet a picture. <laughs> <laughs> My mistake. <laughs> Come on, it'll be fun. The yeah. social media that would be a horrible job. The person that has to like do the social media wrangling for that for those shows, like oh, nobody yeah. wants to tweet. Hey, we noticed you haven't <laughs> tweeted lately. <laughs> that's yeah, that's frightening to me. If you're a major brand, like a major thing that has like a multi-billion dollar business or whatever, maybe pay your social media person 
decently well. Like, treat them good mm-hmm. because they are totally in charge of your image. Yeah. yeah. And all it takes is one person who feels a little disgruntled, like possibly that person was. Uh-huh. I don't know if it was a mistake or not. I doubt it. I feel like that Is was, that a mistake? A picture of a woman like, with no. a plane in her vagina? I feel like that's them going like, <laughs> I'm tired of this shit. They're not paying me well enough. Yeah, it's like having readers, readers for agents. Why wouldn't you pay them a lot of money and yeah. have somebody really good do it because... That matters. People, it matters what opinion you're getting yeah. from these scripts. I don't get it. Yeah, that is a very bizarre thing because yeah. those are the gatekeepers of oh. what actually happens, and they're the poorest treated, poorest exactly. paid. Yeah. Like, and they don't usually have like an education or a taste making to make those calls. Right. So why are you giving that that job to them? I don't get it. Really strange. Yeah, that's a little. little Let's bizarre. stop it. Let's stop, stop it. Stop it now. That's a new podcast we're starting called Let's Stop, stop It. <laughs> Why does it matter? We're all just specks of dust in the cosmos, Vanessa. It's a really depressing podcast. <laughs> Everyone ends with, we'll probably be ne- dead before the next episode. That, that, so. That'll be our show, Why Does It Matter? <laughs> so you'll start to talk about something, and then like 30 seconds in, so oh, like, why does, why it, does matter? it matter? Okay, moving on. And then you move on to something else. <laughs> I listen to that for about two minutes, and, yeah. <laughs> and then I get sad and turn it off. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's right. Uh, so Coachella just happened this past weekend, okay. um, and it's happening again because they do it over two weekends. Um, but what's weird about it now is like companies are paying celebrities like ten grand or whatever to go and like wear their products or whatever just to be oh, seen right, there, at this okay. thing, which is weird to me. Yeah, this is all sort of tying together, isn't it? Mm-hmm. About the expectations placed on people and what like dangling a famous carrot does, right. which it shouldn't necessarily do. But one of the things that happened is a lot of celebrities were wearing like Native American headdresses, and because it's in the desert, and uh, I love and that excuse. Like that. <laughs> okay, well, sure. It's, it's, but I well, mean, that's I, where that's we exile. <laughs> Uh, it's a theme. <laughs> so that was happening, and then taking pictures and stuff like that, too. So some people, of course, obviously were a little upset about this, the appropriation kind of thing. And of all places, Denny's, the fast food restaurant, yeah. tweeted uh, a, a kind of a scolding tweet to them, which basically said, I, I quoted it here, uh, the best Coachella look is French toast remnants all over your face while not appropriating any other cultures. <laughs> Which, wow! It, it wouldn't expect Denny's to crack the whip. That's bizarre. Denny's is always just getting right in the middle of these hot cultural debates. That, well, I like their silver dollar pancakes though, because they're not too much. It's, it's just, just the just right a amount. Bit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a little thing. Yeah, silver dollar pancakes in general are the right serving I size. I think so. I I always order them as an extra thing, and they're always eaten by everyone around me. You let people do that? I do. Wow. Um, I don't let Heart them of go, gold. eat off my plate, no. <laughs> off the extra plate, they're willing to pull them off. That's okay with me. What's the main plate? Oh, the main plate is usually some kind of... Um, you guys, vanity. leaf blowers coming to the back window. This is the least good part of my day. Okay, we'll wait for him. <laughs> oh, he'll be here. That's, that's a... I don't know why he's that's bothering. A, I mean, what does a, it matter? Don't pull the leaves around. It's not like you look out the back window of the kitchen anyway, right? Right. So why would you? That should be an awful Let the leaves accumulate. Zone. Yeah. Okay, wait. I do want to know what your main breakfast item would be. Well, it's usually when I'm when I'm working and out of town. I love to have the different Benedict things because I like poached eggs. So Benedict on you know on. Some kind of odd chicken thing, or pulled pork, oh. or or fish, or whatever, whatever the local Benedict is. <laughs> yes, that, I like to get. This that. Is it the hollandaise that makes it a Benedict, or the poached, or the combo? Uh, it is kind of the holiday kind of, yeah. and, and the poached, uh, but I always have the holiday on the sides because they always put too much on. They do kind They're of portion drown man. It. They drown it. And I don't do. want that to happen. So I should think about doing that because I like Benedict too. Isn't it's, like, this it's a is, lovely thing. This is a. <laughs> It's 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 a chance to eat um, English muffins that you wouldn't eat at home. It's true. You just don't do it. You just would never appreciate those nukes and crannies. (laughs) (laughs) Treat yourself. Uh, okay, we'll do one last pop culture thing. Great. Uh, okay. This, uh, that I won't recognize because I'm 85 Well, this thing, was just, this thing was just funny. Uh, so this three-year-old, and I believe in like Kentucky, maybe I got that wrong, uh, ran away and was missing and was found stuck in a bowling alley claw machine. Living like, his dream. Inside it. Inside it. How, Don't know. Or his how nightmare. That could happen. No idea how that happened, but wow. found the kid inside playing with the toys and stuff. Not at all upset just uh, in there the, the claw was coming down <laughs> his head every once in a while <laughs> I see 
see. It's so hard to win your kid back, though. You, you, you keep putting in tokens, yeah, you dollars. Change. Yeah. Oh, they got hard. a crappy teddy bear. <laughs> Kid's still in there. Oh, I'm His so close. Kind of dripping with the claws kind of gone into that. So. Someone had to have put him in there, right? I don't know. Maybe like what an agile maybe, three. Maybe like the the little flap at the bottom where the prize comes out. Maybe that was big enough that he's just able to crawl inside. Can't imagine. It so- sounds like a story that should be about a snake, not a person. Oh, it's like a three-year-old. <laughs> and they had to, like, when the police showed up, like, they couldn't figure out how to get him out, so they had to, like, contact the vending machine company that made really? the claw thing to get That's them come weird. out. Whoa. So it was a big to-do. Do we have pictures of that? I'll look at there that. There is a picture somewhere. Okay. Of this child stuck in the vending machine? Yeah. <laughs> the craw. It. The claw. The claw. <laughs> Really well, now I'm thing. very disturbed about the time between <laughs> them finding him and then getting the right people on site to get him out. Yeah. Like, he could have been having fun up until then, but I imagine <laughs> once you realize you can't get out. You can't get out, and you can't open the little plastic <laughs> things because he's only He's three. not that good, yeah. Not that good. He can get in there, but he can't rip that off. <laughs> what a horrible thing. I know, right? Well, I looked it up, and there's tons of photos of kids in claw machines, so those, that's not the one. Wait, I think kids- most of those are staged. Um, there we go. Why would there be tons of photos of that? I guess because other people have like put their kids in and staged it. <laughs> I don't like that trend, America. <laughs> We're looking it up, America. Just don't just worry. Hold on. There it is. That's what he looked like. Yay. <gasps> it's much more frightening than you would think. Wow, it, and it's a really big claw machine too. Yeah. So I can more get that, I guess. But that's that's weird. It, I thought it would look a little joyous, but it's like. Well, at that point, he was like, stop taking my photo. I'm not King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck in here, you guys. I'm seriously stuck in here. Although there is a new Godzilla that's coming out. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Really? Yeah. I mean, a restored 40-minute version. Oh. version. And uh, without sticking whoever they stuck in at Raymond or something. <clears throat> in the American version. Who's releasing it? How's well, it happening? In Japan, I guess. Classic Japan move. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's supposed to be. I, I kind of want to see it. It's yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. It's weird. I like seeing the old movies. There you yeah. go. They're not it's my generation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that. They keep like it's weird when they reboot a reboot of a reboot of a re- like now it feels like Godzilla has been rebooted a ton of times now, mm-hmm. and especially when they did in '94, the really terrible one with Matthew Broderick. That <laughs> that was in '94. Yeah. Oh. That's 20 years ago. I can't handle I know, it. I can't weird, handle right? that. As we were saying earlier, News Radio's pilot was November in 94. That's 20 years ago. Unbelievable. Almost, yeah, which is crazy. Shy of 20. Crazy, yeah. But You God, cling to that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I called nuts. Paul Sims and said, you have to have a party. Um, it's on you. He lives in New York now, the creator of the show. He's going to have to fly everybody He's out. He's going to have to do something. Did he, he agree? Uh, no. No, he smiles. Went to voicemail. He, smiles. <laughs> no, he, he smiles and goes. Basically, <laughs> what he always did. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> that show was fantastic. Oh, I love that show. Such a good, so such an amazing ensemble. Yeah, I was lucky to be a part of it. Um, great people. Uh, Uncle Phil, Phil, Phil was the only name really. I mean, they, you couldn't say Dave, even though he was in Kids. Kids was a a, not a name, but yeah. Hartman was a name because Saturday Night Live. So he was the only name in it, really. The rest of us were just character guys that auditioned for it, which you could do in those days. This was a different time. And that's like what a lot of the best sitcoms and shows do is they they pull together an ensemble of great character people. Right, yeah. And they each have their thing. And when you put them all together, it's great because it's not like you're watching one person for that one character. That has to carry everything. Nobody had to carry, yeah. Because everybody, and also they let us write on the floor. So Andy would write for Dave and Dave would write for me. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Absolutely. When did they start letting that kind of collaboration happen? Uh, probably second year. Wow. But but we wanted to do it more the first year, but everything that we would pitch, he would cut out of it. And then, <laughs> then, we'd start, and then we just got pissed, and, and we did a show where we didn't change anything, and he said, okay, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm open to your yeah, ideas. I'm open to your ideas. <laughs> So, Had so, you worked with anyone before in that cast? No, no. I'd, uh, I'd done a home improvement um, when Vicky was doing an arc on it. Oh, okay. Um, but I hadn't worked with her. Uh, I didn't know from Kids in the Hall even, really. Because um, at that time, my my kid was uh, five. So that was mostly in the five-year-old world. Right. It wasn't in the new comedy world. <laughs> <laughs> and Phil, obviously, I knew from, from that. Uh, 
but no, didn't didn't really work with any of them. It seemed like from watching it, everybody had such a great chemistry, and I guess finding out now that you guys were writing for each other and pitching stuff that makes a lot of sense. I thought that was the best part of that show was everybody from phone page on up could pitch. Yeah, if it was you know, and and they knew to save their best stuff and and pitch it. And it was really evenly handed out to the actors as well. Like, yeah, everybody got to have everybody their got storyline. Yeah, you know, there was always sometimes to the detriment of the show. There were three main stories. Yeah, <laughs> there should have been two and a C story, but uh, everybody got their due. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was so fun, so fun to go to work. Uh, the first year was a lot harder because um, they would change scripts dramatically, and we would, and because Foley. God, I hate him so much. Would look at a script and go, "Yeah, I got it." Oh my gosh! <laughs> one of those guys. So all of us are. Oh, we, but we now don't. We, have we to don't. Memorize the motherfucker. We run through. Um, uh, so we would be memorizing three scripts a week, and after I was like, oh, "I can't do it," but uh, it got easier. They were changing that. it that much. They were changing it a lot. Wow. Yeah, uh, but then once we had some input. I'm not saying I'm not saying we wrote the show. So I you mean, guys wrote and created the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. Uh, but no, there were. Um, I think once we had a little more input, you know, obviously it was your stuff, so that was easier to remember. But uh, it was always really, really good writing on that show. Yeah. I think by the end of the show, there were some younger writers who didn't know how to protect the characters, mm-hmm. so that was a little harder. And we would have to fight harder to say, no, nah, wouldn't do that. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's true on every show. And having Phil on there, like, he, to me, was like the ultimate ensemble player on SNL. Mm-hmm. Because his, he was always so funny, but he was always the guy that would be kind of the backbone. Yeah, he'd be the yeah. grounded person. Yeah. 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 Even Caveman Lawyer was yes. grounded. Yep. You know? Very so grounded. good. So good. So yeah. funny. Yeah, that was a that was a real bummer when he went, and yeah. uh, mm. and it was right in the middle of your show, right? You no, were... it was actually right after we finished. I think it was in May, so we'd right as we'd finished shooting. Oh my gosh! I think. Oh, it was a horrible day because I, I I remember drinking heavily the night before for some reason I don't know it. So so when I got the call, it was uh, it was very it was early early in the morning and on the other line a friend of mine had been arrested for a DUI no I was getting the call that Phil was oh my gosh and my other friend was calling saying I need a lawyer I'm in jail so that was my morning oh that's an indelible morning indelible morning it was a horrible horrible day and then we we continued on with uh, you know John who was his best friend, but John's rhythms were a lot different than ours. John, John was very much this, mm-hmm. and we were bum ba bum ba bum ba bum Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was it was hard to gel those two rhythms. We finally maybe did at the end of the thing, but it was harder. Yeah, you know, there's no way to really right replace or go on like no. that. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's tough. Whenever you lose an yeah. integral part of a show, but you, you think of it back as the whole package was was a joyous thing, and yeah. and what you know, I got a little bit of cue out of was was that show, and that started other stuff for me. So, have you since worked on anything as collaborative as that, especially like no, a TV show? I guess I have not. No, and and I always mention it whenever I go to one. That yeah, I think could have that possibility, but you know, it just doesn't seem to exist so much. Uh, except unless you're doing web stuff, mm-hmm. web stuff is like like uh, frontier country, yep. frontier, <laughs> frontier wild comedy. wild west. Here <laughs> yeah. we go, Gonzo comedy. Let's go. Everyone's so say? glad you're doing it, and they and know that they're paying you it's enough. Great. So. <laughs> no, it's fun. I had some real fun times doing some of those. And so. that creative freedom has got to be yeah. such a breath of fresh air. It's great. <laughs> I mean, there's still unfortunately many. Just hit you over the head, joke, joke, joke. Sitcoms going on, and why going on <laughs> it's to beyond, like it's a lot like of success? Often now, folks, let's get rid of that. I'm really confused by some of those shows, you know, that have been running for a long time, and mm-hmm. you're like, I honestly don't know a single person who has seen a single episode of that. Right? How is that happening? My, but I guess yeah. it's like 
this whole well, area. Well, there's, also like, there's this big area in, in the between middle? the coasts. Yeah. <laughs> the, f- the flyover people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's also goes down to like, I've never known a Nielsen family in my entire life. Right. I've never met one. No. I know a lot of people, I think. Yeah. <laughs> never met a Nielsen. So that's always been weird to me that those people with those boxes were the ones like deciding the fate of lots of shows. Yeah, it'd be interesting what they use now. I mean, I don't know. I, that's got to have morphed into an, an interesting electronic. Uh, I honestly rating. didn't even know that Nielsen ratings were still. The Th- thing that's still a thing, but yeah. then they also can monitor like your like DVR activity. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. That when you watch it, at how what you time watch it? You yeah, watch it. yeah. Do you watch it that same day, or do you watch it within the week? Do and you binge all it all? And those are all yeah, exactly. And those are all different ratings. Yeah. So yeah, because it's weird. Because like I don't, I don't, there are very few things that I feel people watch like live anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like a sporting event. Right, an award show, yeah, or like the season finale, or of a big show because or, they don't, they or don't Good Wife, or the Good Wife, oh, Good Wife. <laughs> That's my favorite. It's my favorite. favorite oh, I'm so excited! <laughs> it's the best show. I'm just gonna so. say, I love it so. I had not seen it until I had to go on bed rest this year, and I watched yeah. it all in like oh no. One wow. month I watched I got wow. caught up And then I, When I was caught up I found out It's currently airing Like I've never been happier I'm like oh, I get to live watch Alicia now Like Oh I'm blushing Just thinking of it And then this ride then They've been taking us on Oh my god. god Oh my goodness oh. I give The show The show <laughs> It's everything Yeah That's it's what terrific. I'm say It's terrific It's so great. smart They're That casting that is beautiful Yeah On that show The people they bring yeah. in And what they do Fantastic Fantastically done. Amazing. Yeah. Really. And it's a fun show to work on. I, I did a couple of judge a couple of times. I know. It. You're so it was good. So, no, it was so What fun. was it like? <laughs> it was fun. Oh. It was fun. It was great. Except, as always, on every show that's a procedural um, police or any kind of law and order or any, any kind of show where there's a judge's room. Guess who gets shot last? Oh no! That's <laughs> <The> ju- <laughs> right. always the, 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 the cameras. Can you just stay there? Cameras yeah. behind the judge. Shoot, 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 shoot. One in the morning. Turn around. <laughs> and five minutes of you. Goodbye. Hope you're feeling fresh here. Yeah. <laughs> but I really enjoyed your off-camera all day. Oh. <laughs> your shoulder was amazing. Yeah. Did you ever, and that's what did you ever like, tell them? That's okay. It's great. They're I've heard so they work fun. really hard, long days on that show too. Long days, long days, and sometimes they'll. Do wides where you actually have to act in it. <laughs> Feel free to tell the director, like, look, yeah. I'll allow it. <laughs> you are trudging on dangerous territory, Mister. No, no, put put the paper down. You have to. You can't look at the paper in this one. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh no! Oh, shit. Right. Just bang the gavel a lot. Speaking of judges, there's two ways I can go with this. Mm. Uh, Justified, which is oh, one of my favorite shows ever. Judge. I never miss that. And Mike Judge, he worked and with Mike a bunch. Judge. Oh, good. See? Those were both very, very good transitions. For most of my mortgage, so I'm... <laughs> That's up to you, sir. I really appreciate it. I'll buy you a truck. <laughs> <laughs> so and for, let's start with Justified, okay. uh, which I'd never miss. I try to watch that oh, I think live. it's great. It's so good. And so good. That, that is a collection of character actors every... Every week, yeah, they, they've done a good job on that show as well. I agree. Uh, Margot Martindale, come on, oh, come she, on! The, after that first episode, I was like, she's going to win an Emmy this and year, and she did, and she did, and Boom. she should have. It was just, yeah, uh, too good. Oh, I tell you, <laughs> too good. Uh, such a good show. unbelievable. Yeah, amazing. Tim is always, always good. Tim kind of took over the show in the first year of the show in terms of which way it was gonna tonally go. So I think they wanted to go more USA, and he wanted to go no dark. Right. <laughs> and he got and he won, which I it's yeah, it's a yeah. very dark show, especially yeah. now. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> every week. It's yeah. like and because they bring in so, so many actors, they'll kill people off like oh, sure. willy nilly. It doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. It's great. It's pretty great. And your character, the the micro and the, the hammer, <laughs> the hammer, the hammer. <laughs> uh, that really a juicy, fun supporting role. Fun um, and a great wardrobe. Fantastic wardrobe. <laughs> Every time I go to do the show, whether or not doesn't matter, my little shorts are on the hanger, 
in the room. <laughs> There's no chance they'll be in the scene, but they're right there just in case. Okay. Just FYI. Yes, FYI. A reminder of what's red in store. Or yellow one. I have a red one and a yellow one. That's, now you're bragging. I am. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, too much fun. Yeah, much it's fun. such a great show. And so. it's so great now that there's all these different networks and cable that will do things like this yeah. and are very creative and next level stuff. Well, I'm doing a couple of them now. I'm doing Turn, which is AMC's uh, Revolutionary War right. spy show. Oh. Jamie Bell. Jamie yeah. Bell. Uh, that's starting, that started last week, I think. And Fargo, I just finished oh my a couple gosh. episodes of that with Billy Bob, which is unbelievable. <sighs> he was so fantastic. What... A generous actor, what a nice guy, uh, and Martin Freeman, who is brilliant. Mm, yeah, he's I so love good. him. So, you know, I, I feel really lucky that I've gotten to work with these on these great, interesting cable things. Yeah, I'm excited to watch Fargo. I did the premiere episode was just on. Like, oh, you'll dig ago. it. I haven't had a chance to watch you'll it. Yet. it. Yeah, I'm a little afraid to, to hear Martin Freeman with a Minnesota accent. The thing is, he he pays homage to Macy, but he doesn't do him. Right, you know, he'll do, a, and it's fantastic. It's so I'm good. So excited, yeah. And has Turn premiered as well? Yeah, yes. It premiered last week, I think. Oh man, so, this is so exciting! So much television! I can't. Wait. Oh my god! No, you know that feeling you get when your shows are all wrapping up. Like I'm at that point with everything I've been watching, where it's all finale time, mm. and. Well, Game of Thrones has started. All these things have started. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah. got to add Game a few things into it. It's so hard because it's 19 stories you have to keep straight in your head. I've just admitted to myself I don't really know. I don't remember why why the dragon lady. I don't remember the genesis of her story. You don't need to. That's the thing. I don't remember what she's doing. She's revenging, but I can't remember what. Her her husband that was murdered. Well, I remember the one she that raped her him. and then she fell and in then love she with. Loved but what him. happened before that? When she was captured, I mean, what? Right, she was there with her brother who got the gold oh, yeah. on his head. The golden crown. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I kind of remember that. Um, yeah, it was something I, about, I had to go back and revisit it. <laughs> but she's, she's on the path to revenge that, right? Yeah, and God, she's got her I barely remember army. why she's doing it, but... She's it's so terrific. beautiful. Well, I've started watching it with my computer out, because be I'm this, like, wait, what's his deal? She's got to be this high. She's got to be miniature. Tiny, tiny girl. Oh, yeah. And so pretty. You hear that she took a stand against nudity on the show now, right? No. Because she was like, in the first couple of seasons, was nude pretty much all the time. Oh, that's Um, right. That's right. But now she said, like, yeah, I'm not going to do it anymore. At this point, there's no point for my character to be naked at this point, so let's not. And everybody really likes me, so if you try to do something. (laughs) (laughs) You can do plenty of slave girls. They'll be naked for you. But me personally, no. I don't want to. I want my yellow shorts and I want my red shorts. (laughs) So they did just recast a role, which was like the, in in her storyline, like the the guy that like was flirting with her, who like killed off all the people in the city. Big hot man. Like whatever, like he's a new actor this season. No one really knows why. Really? Yeah, which is kind of bizarre. Drama. Drama. Or just a scheduling conflict. It really could go either way. Well, it's, you guys, it's been like five years between shows. So who'd remember what actors are in it anyway? I right. wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, it's another guy. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, That's like, fine. Just the, like everyone else. The kid who plays Brand's got to be like 25 now. <laughs> it's getting hard to lug him around because he's so big. But Hodor can do it. Uh, are you guys Hodor. caught up on the season? At all? On on game? Yeah. yeah I am too, up. yeah. Because this past weekend was... Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, I don't know if I've seen that one, but I'm I'm up to whatever the last one is. Yeah. I won't spoil it, but all I can say is, if you're having a wedding and you know George R. R. Martin, don't invite him. <laughs> don't, it's only going to go bad. Yeah, what happened oh. to this poor man? Oh, oh, I know. Oh, I know. Uh, yes, I, I did see that. Wedding, yeah. That wedding, and yes. Oh, man. man. Everyone... It was like opposite of Red Wedding. It made everybody happy. <laughs> I just wanted more from it. I wanted to have more release. You know? Because it was a little... Well, it happened at the very end of the yeah, episode. Yeah. Exactly. So there's going to be Fallout next episode, and I'm just bummed that right. it looks like uh, the best character's in trouble now. I know. So there you go. Well, that's what happens when you have a drama. You have to have stakes, as Ugh. they call it in the business. Stakes. No thanks. So. <laughs> <laughs> just give me something fluffy. <laughs> I don't want to see you make it hurt. <laughs> the good wife. I mean, there they did yeah. it again. They'll just, they'll just take you. You love something, they don't care. Throw it away. <laughs> they don't care if you love it. <laughs> so the other judge. Mike, Mike Judge. Mike Judge, uh, You yes. work with quite a bit. 
I did. So Office Space was kind of a, like he had done the Milton shorts before. Is that yeah? He done he done a two minute pencil short for MTV that he did the voice on, and <laughs> that's the one he showed me two minutes before we had to read it for Fox Executive. Oh my gosh! And he was going to read it. He was going to read Milton because he was just reading. We were he just grabbed a bunch of us from King of the Hill and said, "Are right, you read?" I'd read the Psychiatrist. I read one of the Bobs. And something else. And I said, "Oh, good. That sounds like fun." And and as we were walking over, he says, "Oh, I yeah, I don't want to read. You read Milton." <laughs> really? Really? And and I said, "Well, thanks for the prep." <laughs> and he said, "Can you?" And I said, "Can you show me anything?" He showed me the two minute thing in in the room in right outside the room. And he said, "You know, you can do something with that." And I said, "All right." No, take your time, take find your the time character, and, and come on in. <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I since I'd read the script, I was familiar with the character. Yeah, but I knew I wanted to put a slight lisp on him, and I don't know, whatever I did, but the, it was there was no prep for that. Oh read. my gosh, there was after that, obviously. Did you feel like in that read you kind of found what yeah became him? Uh huh. Yeah. But I think I think I did a really good dying psychiatrist too, <laughs> <laughs> or hypnotist. I, I did a really good one. I remember doing it at the table, and I because he started and I, yeah. I'd start and 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 the, and the brass were looking around. Is there something wrong? With Is, you? He okay? <laughs> Is he okay? Right? <laughs> I think I did a really good job of dying. Nailed on, it on, on the reading. <laughs> I didn't get the part, of course. Oh, I got the other one. Which so sorry to hear about. that. Yeah. Which is kind of sort of an iconic part now. I mean, like people bring you staplers, right? Oh, almost every set that I I go to has a box of them waiting for me. Oh my gosh! There. Yeah, almost everyone. They brought that model back. Like Swingline had stopped making it. I'd read the red stapler, and then because <sighs> of when Office Space hit and became a thing, people started well, I know requesting we, we it. Regenerated that that the red one, but the one that they make isn't the model of the one that we use. Oh, yeah. That they, yeah, because the props props painted a different model of which there's a couple left. Mike has one and I have one left. But they're, they're different. They're a little thinner than the, the model they use now. Did you have any contact with Swingland? <laughs> no, I think I They had, should have sent you something. I think a long time ago they, they tried to get me to do something. Just but, give uh, you some bagels or something. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone would like a nice but, edible uh, as, arrangement. As, as, as Mike said, it just you've got to leave it. It's a little jewel. Just yeah, leave it alone. Don't touch it. It's fine. And look what it's become. Yeah, it's so awesome. Well, I think it's just every gener- every two years. There's this other, you know, fourteen to sixteen year olds turned eighteen, and they and they enter that thing, and they go, "Oh, do you know about this?" So it's just being rediscovered every couple of years. I think, and that's okay. celebrating ten. This year, oh, I think. Two, no, 10 was... Well, we shot it in 99. Or maybe it's 15. 2000? I think it's 15. 15. Because yeah. I thought that we shot it in 99. So many birthdays. 15 years. I remember talking to Rogan about it, who was the only person who ever saw it in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> when I, we'd shot it, and it came out for a week or something, and he, he, he loved it. Did it have I that short it. of a theater life? It was a couple of weeks. Yeah. I saw it in the theater. It oh, was, you did? It opened the same day as Cruel Intentions, which is that re- basically oh, the teen Gellin? version of Dangerous Liaisons, uh-huh. basically. And they were both playing at this theater in San Francisco at the Kabuki. Cruel Intentions was in the big theater one, the big... Of course. And then Office Space was downstairs in one of those tiniest oh, little, the, like, yes. 25-seat theaters. <laughs> right. And we, we used to love to go to, like, Double Features, so we bought both. And Cruel Intentions, which I hated... The the, it, the print burned like forty five minutes in, and we're like, Brr, and I was like, oh, thank God. And then they like gave us free passes, and we already had tickets to Office Space like another hour. So we went and got some food and came back, and then like loved the shit out of that uh, movie. And it was like, this is so like unfair. <laughs> like this movie down here is hilarious, and it's playing for fifteen yeah. people, yeah. and that piece of shit up there is. But then that, then that was right when. DVDs were hitting at 2000, so that yeah. it became a life from that. And I had it on VHS. I wore that VHS yeah. out. Yeah. I was like, I watched it all the time. That was right honestly. at the switchover time when people were starting to switch over to DVDs, and it was like huge. Yeah. And But none of us knew it until about a year later when people would start coming up to us. Oh, really? You yeah. didn't have any like instant feedback? I, yeah, because I talked to Gary Cole about a year after that, and I said, have you got people coming up to Yes, it's Uh, happening. That's when we realized what a groundswell it had had. 
Do you think that's to date the most memorable thing of the thing oh, that people the see? Thing. It'll be on my my freaking grave. Just have a stapler? <laughs> Milton instead of here. <laughs> Until they move your grave. People will take selfies Until, yeah, with exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> well, I know for me, like, was there any improvisation on that at all? Or was it was Yeah, there was. Oh, uh, yeah. Not, uh, I mean, it was pretty. The script was fantastic, so you didn't really need much, but. Everybody got a couple of improv lines in, yeah. I have to know these squirrels and they were married. Is that you? Or That's that me. Awesome. <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> because I had to figure out a way to, for Milton to say <laughs> that the squirrels were fucking. <laughs> and the only way he, he could process it was they were married. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Poor guy. That's, like, my wife's favorite line. That. Like, she'll, she died when it came out. I just have to hear that she just loses her shit. So funny. Uh, it was my one shining moment of uh, improv <laughs> in that movie. That's enough for your whole life, but, really. Uh, uh, there were some really good ones in there. Uh, not gonna, not gonna, not gonna work here anymore. <laughs> that was an improv. Was <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, that was definitely an improv. I know John. John had one too, but I couldn't tell you exactly which ones are which. But how I, long did that take to film? No, I, we were only there about three weeks, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. It was great being in Austin for that long. It was fun. Oh, I didn't know it was filmed in Austin. Austin. Yeah, sure. That's oh. where Mike, Mike's base is. That's where he lives. And so many fun people to spend. And it was time. hot. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, I can imagine the day that we burned down the building. Actually, it was a, oh those poor extras. It was, it was 105 out there. Oh God. yeah, it was awful. But they were getting to be in a movie, so they're pretty lucky. Office space, that's right. That's right. Uh, Well, let's do first. Okay, we do story podcast. A different first from life. Uh, This one is: uh, What was the first time you can remember trying something really adventurous at a restaurant? Um. Hmm. Okay. Well, I I grew up moving every couple of years, so I was like an army brat, but Mm -hmm. I was a construction brat. So we would we would. Uh, have different stuff in different places. What I think probably the first weird thing that I had was crab. Oh, crab when I was maybe thirteen or fourteen, because we moved to uh, Fort Lauderdale when I was in seventh grade, and to have like blue blue crab was like, what do you mean you cook them in the you just crushed them. <laughs> to get the meat. It's about? very barbaric. Yeah, it's just like, ooh, the mallet. Oh no! Don't mind if yeah. I do. So probably that was the first, the first, and, and and the first day that we were in Florida, actually, you know, going up to a coconut tree and getting a coconut. Oh wow! Yeah, so that was weird. That's Seventh cool. grade is a hard year to move. Was, oh yeah, not get this. I, I was in Kansas City for two years for my sophomore and uh, junior year. And then my senior year, brand new school. Oh, no. In Vero Beach, Florida. Didn't know anybody. And I didn't know how much that affected me till a few years later. Yeah. It was like I sitting at a fucking um, football game going, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't care if you win. And I don't care about any of these people. I, um but uh, I turned out okay. It, no, it I had to move right. a lot too. Yeah. I think it makes for a strong character, yeah, and it think, makes you get to know people. And it helped me get into this business because it was easy to go into just. What do you want? I'll try to get well, that yeah, too. I'll, I'll go there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, what you, Vanessa? What was your food? I think it was when I was like probably nine, and I was living in upstate New York, and there was like a Chinese restaurant, very exciting, and they had a poo-poo platter, and mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was, but yeah. got that. But it was funny. Yeah, it was so funny to order. <laughs> and then it was there was fire, so that was adventurous. Oh, that's awesome. You know? <laughs> I re- remember, like, just, I asked my mom if I could get it, and I thought it was funny, you know, just because of the poo-poo, and I didn't think she would say yes, but she said I could, and then when it came <laughs> out, the fire... I felt like I won everything. Like, my food is on... There's a fire on my plate. It was pretty great. Pretty great. Nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. think for me, like... I think it might have been when I started to eat sushi. And, uh-huh. you know, that at first is like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you kind of graduate to weirder fish and things in the Absolutely. sushi. And I think there was one time I was with my wife at the sushi bar. And we both really liked unagi, which is eel. And... Uh, the guy at the we were like checking things things off and the sushi chef looked and went oh uni you guys like uni all right i'll bring that out 
and because Jenny had checked that off, mm-hmm. and then I looked at it, I was like, wait, Uni, Uni, and we like Unagi. What is Uni? So we got on our phones, we're like looking at like what is because we didn't want to act like right, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, we don't. I'm not a rube at all. Right. And it, it's sea urchin. But it's like it's like slimy and like it's really the consistency is weird and it's like the favorite thing in Japan like that's because oh. their palates are very different right. than ours and they, they love it but it's like the least favorite over here it's oh, like one no. of those weird things right right and so of course he's like all right uni and we're like yeah we love it we love hey, uni thank you and then it comes out of course and it's just like kind of slimy on top of the things and I was like I don't know I don't know if I can do this so we both like I had it was like three pieces I had one and I was like I can't do more, I can't do more. <laughs> and Jenny ate the last one, and I, I, I know people love it, but I've never had a taste for uni. It's probably that. that one. I don't think I've had that. I'm one. glad you at least tried it, though. Yeah, I definitely tried it, but the consistency really threw me. Like, yeah. for me, that that's like a big thing. Sure, because I had tongue once too, like a oh, tiny no, bit of it, and mm-hmm. I was like, I had like a bite, and I was like, can't do it. No, it was but weird, who, and there's who, little hairs on it. And, but who knew when you know you were younger that I you would love octopus, and I love octopus. I love it too. It's fantastic. Yeah. I've never had octopus. Oh, it's great! Don't it have it well prepared. Don't have it raw. Yeah, have it have it very slightly good. It's fantastic. Really? So what is it good. like? Well, like everything is chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Yet another chicken. It's slightly chewier chicken. Yeah, it um, is. but if it's prepared well, like if you get it at a high end restaurant, like yeah, grill brilliant. it or whatever. It's, yeah, grilled. It's ooh, so ooh, good. Ooh. It can be good. I recommend trying it. Yeah, it's, but it's definitely like it, you got to wrap your mind around it mm-hmm. a little bit because especially since it's usually the tentacles or whatever, and there's mm-hmm. little suction cups on it when you're cutting it up or whatever. But, but it, oh. you can just go there. Just it's go with great. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it tastes really good. Yeah, I kind of order it all the time. Now. Yep. But it took me a while to ever think that I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Right, let's do my questions. Great. These are uh, five uh, little trivia questions of some of your past projects. Uh, <laughs> okay. I think you'll do all right. I'm not really. I, <laughs> I remember that I did four blossoms, but I don't remember being on set for them. All right, well, that's, that's four, of my, <laughs> four of my five questions. It was a crazy time, the blossom uh, years. Crazy time. <laughs> Maya. <laughs> Uh, all right. Question one. You played Johnny for reals on an episode of the Sarah Silverman program. I did. What word? <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding. You got it. Great. <laughs> what word did he invent? Oh, oh, right. Oh, my God. What does a ghost say? Um, she gives clues. Uh, oh, shoot. I should know this, too. I don't remember. Like if you pop out from a corner? Boo. Mm-hmm. And then... Booyah! Yeah! Oh, okay, thank you. Thank God. Good. <laughs> Booyah! Oh, that's right. Yeah. Sarah's great. I, I think she's so amazing. She was really fun. I really had a good time on that. Yeah, it's a funny show. Yeah. Um, all right. Question two. You played Jimmy James in the awesome sitcom News Radio. I remember that show. There we go. Uh, in one episode, Dave is visited by three college friends, played by Bob Odenkirk, David Cross, and Brian Posehn, who mm. want to reform their old a cappella group called what? Oh, I remember that. It's like episode. a coffee brand. Um, um, when, what do you write on a, what would you write on this something with? Something tones, right? No? Close. Okay. Uh, what um, would you write on this with? Chalk. Yep. But it would just be spelled different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, oh, yeah. Chalk. Yeah. I do remember that. And then, oh, I can't have another bite. I'm too... Chalk, chalk full of um, a b c chalk full of G's. Uh, oh, <laughs> that was good. No, you write love, uh, and you mail. I like what you're going for. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's the last word is the play on words, so to yeah. speak. Uh, Almond Joy has them. That would be what you're playing with oh my god we'll give it to you give it's it, uh, it's chock full of notes chock full of, I, I don't remember that at all i don't remember the notes. <laughs> i remember chock full of, because i remember david saying it and it was just funny when he said it <laughs> <laughs> all right question uh three you played klingon captain kavada in star trek the next generation that's true i have a card do you i, I have a his card. card yeah a star, a star trek card whoa yeah, very nice. exciting there's uh, a certain like group of people that I think that would mean everything <laughs> to. Right? It was a two-part episode entitled "What Unification." Wow! Yeah, now I, that I would be the re- one I wouldn't think you would get. That's the one I remember because it was such a big deal because it was the first time an original uh, Star Trek member came on. Spock came on, so that was a huge, oh, wow. huge deal for the, the, an original to go on to the next gen. 
Had you been a Trek fan? I'm that fan? much of a nerd, yeah. Yeah, I was a Star yeah. Trek fan, yeah. Yeah, that's got to be surreal, especially being a Klingon, if uh, you know, you're know you a fan going in. No, it's cool, yeah. That, that, I always wanted to to just do it once, you know, yeah. in, whatever it was, in whatever way. I would have been a red shirt and got killed. I didn't care. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> but uh, being a Klingon was fun. It's the same yeah. thing. I think in Star Trek VI, Christian Slater had a cameo, and he never um, cast a check. He just framed it and put it up. Oh, oh that's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. So well, wanted it, to be in it. it. Yeah, I'm Nerdville, you know, you know, science fiction comic book guy, too. So that was cool yeah. for me. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, question four. You played Milton in the beloved cult classic Office Space. What is the name of the obnoxious theme restaurant Peter and his coworkers often dine at? <laughs> you'd think I'd know that. <laughs> like little knickknacks you could also call I'm, them. Uh, not tchotchkes. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Tchotchkes. Right, right. And finally, question five. Uh, I, fi- I find that everybody does a better imitation of Milton than me. <laughs> Almost everybody. I can't fucking do anything. You lucky you got to that read first. Yeah, I, there were right. Scores of people just waiting. Everybody that I know that comes up to me does a much better one than I do. Go ahead. <laughs> Finally, question five. Yeah. One of your very first film roles was in Crocodile Dundee 2. Uh-huh. What is the interesting name of the role you were credited with? Something to do with toilet. It is mm-hmm. indeed. Uh, toilet, man, toilet... Uh, Oh, I'm going to bust you for having all this marijuana. <laughs> Does that help? No, that didn't help me at all. <laughs> my, you have to realize that my mind is about as fast as a turtle's. Well, um, you have my quite a few credits. Toilet, uh, to, what is it? It's DEA agent. DEA toilet. DEA, yeah. And I actually did have a name in that. Uh, I don't know why they didn't put it on there. They I thought they wanted to memorable. fuck with you, man. <laughs> there was, yeah. <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> no, that was the second movie, actually. It came, I think it came out, might have come out first, but my, my first movie was the, the uh, Monkey, Monkey Shines. Right, Cronenberg. Which was, was uh, Romero. Oh, Romero. Romero, right, right, right. Yeah, George Romero. Yeah, yeah which, my, which I'd gone to, I mean, I'd done lots of theater at that point in Broadway and industrials and commercials and stuff, but the, <laughs> the agent just took me by the lapels and said, don't tell them this is your first. <laughs> when for the audition, don't you tell them that. And I didn't. Not even on set or anything? No, no, no don't. Did you walk on like, oh, here I am again. Yeah. Here, another Back movie here. set. Second AD. <laughs> I know what that means. Let's <laughs> gas. Uh, craft service. That's uh, the second century AD. <laughs> yes. Stephen, get back in the trailer. <laughs> don't say anything. Just say the lines and get out. <laughs> Now it's time for my questions. Oh, They're no. different. There's more. They're, They're these are true. harder. Oh, these are very God. different. Harder. I can't do the simple one. Um, okay. Have you ever met an Olsen twin? No. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just going to take it not, and move on. Not that I, maybe, but not that I've spoken to. But they're very mysterious. So okay. you've probably seen them scuttering about. Yeah. In but, functions? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Functions. Some of these functions <laughs> you go to. <laughs> yes. We all go to functions. Um, okay, is there any character actor that had, has gotten a part that you really wanted? This is like a mind game. Mm-hmm. If you could take it from him and swap yourself out. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I would say um, uh, I would like to take Nick Searcy's part out of Justified and do that. Ooh. That's a that great role. Part, great role. And, and, and I, the first time there was even an inkling of a script. I, I I lobbied for it, and they said it's written for Nick. Shut up, <laughs> be on it somewhere. Give Nick the panties. Quiet. <laughs> it's crazy to think the mileage they get from really just a short story that yeah. Elmer Leonard wrote. Yeah, fantastic. But but Elmer Leonard totally bought into the show, loved the show, and yeah. then he wrote Raylan, you know, but two years ago before he died, right. about the show. So crazy. He, he really loved it. Okay, I wrote these questions. I'm just going to say, well, we were going to have this episode a month ago, and then I went right. into labor. Yes, you did. And so I'm rereading them. I'm like, it was an interesting <laughs> headspace when I was doing that. <laughs> um, okay, so a wizard has decided to toy with you. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yes. And is giving you two options for your life. All right. So you have to choose one. Okay. Either you reprise your role of Milton for a Broadway version of Office Space uh-huh. that's going to run for five years, and it's the only gig you can take for those five years. Right. Or Office Space never happened. It's like an episode that's of Cosmos. Really, that's interesting. That's right? a good question. Because it's really... Uh, a prison sometimes. Yeah. Um, and five years is a long time. Five years is a long time. 
longest longest gig I ever had in a theater was I did Driving Miss Daisy for two years. Oh wow! In a row. That's the longest theater piece, and this is a theater piece. Milton never happened. Whoa! Yeah, there it is. That's too that's too long because I I I don't know them personally, but I know guys who've, who've done roles for fifteen and twenty years, and it's on Broadway, and it's killed them. Then you're just a shell of a person. Yeah, and so. especially if you're a character actor, yeah, and then you're just yeah. like actually a character actor, like a singular one character. Yeah. That wouldn't feel so yeah. good. Yeah, so I would say never happened. Right, um, go do more fun things. Okay, if you could give one of your characters that you've done ever their own series, which <laughs> character would it be, and who would you have direct it? Oh, wow, uh, series, the television or a movie? What are you talking um, about? A TV series. A TV series. That I've recurred on or guest starred on? Oh, you can pick a character from a movie or TV, anything. But you're going to give them a TV series. So you're going to take a secondary character you played, and it's going to be like his own show. Oh, I see. Okay. Bill from King of the Hill. Ooh, good choice. <laughs> I think I think he would be a terrific show. That's a great idea. In fact, just call it that, Bill from King Bill. of the Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I miss doing that too because that was thirteen years we did that show. Thirteen years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ninety six to two thousand ten. It's so weird because when you're watching those things, it just feels like such a part of yeah. like what's happening. Like time doesn't even no, enter exist, into it. and it didn't for us. But I mean. When we started that show, Brittany was 18 years old. Oh, just my gosh. She was 18. That's crazy. Whoa. Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, that's no problem. Uh, it's just my agent. So. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> we actually had, uh, it was a tiebreak trivia question to play trivia every Sunday night, and we tied some other group, and it was how many episodes of King of the Hill were produced. And we just had right. to like, bid and see who was closest. Right. Who Did somebody win? Yeah, I think we did. I think we guessed something like 200, and it was like 250. 256. Six. Yeah. And the other group... The other that was people. wrong on IMD for, for such a long time. Really? Oh, yeah, right? and they finally corrected it, yeah. Were they undercutting it? They were undercutting it, yeah. No thank you, IMDb. No. We worked. We worked on those shows. I think we just went like, well, it's been on for at least 10 years, and there's at least 20 episodes, so let's just say yeah. 200 or something. Yeah, 200 plus is, is a good guess. Yeah, I think the other team guessed like 150 or something. Like, Suck it. <laughs> Amateurs. Suck, Suck it. it big time. <laughs> there you go. A little trivia throwdown. <laughs> this is your final question. All right. In a battle between you, Gary Cole, and Stephen Tobolowsky, mm-hmm. I'm talking a physical battle. Mm-hmm. Who would win? Gary Cole. Easy. Easy. No problem Easy. for you. He's manlier than both of us combined. <laughs> <laughs> and a great guy. Love him. I can see that happening. Well, he plays a fucking NRA guy. Yeah. On, on I don't Broadway. think Steven would be very mean. <laughs> in the- <laughs> no. Steven is nice. Devious, perhaps. Like a good plotter, but I yes. don't think a good executor. Right. <laughs> Toby. Right. He's great. <laughs> well, we made it all the way through, Stephen. Oh, did it. good. Other than these last 15 I, I, questions. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Kill me. Just kidding. Can you're I done. You did such a great job. <laughs> the water's been drugged the whole time. Oh, what you've been okay. drinking. <laughs> this Ralph's water. <laughs> so people can, uh, can catch you on uh, Fargo and Turn. Uh, they can catch me on Fargo and Turn. And um, believe it or not, I'm going to do uh, a hot in Cleveland. Oh, next, next week with my old buddies, because um, I'd done a show with Betty for a couple of years. Um, I'd been on Just Shoot Me yeah. with Wendy Mallet. Right. I did a pilot with, um, what's her name? The other person on that show. Uh, uh, oh. I can't think of it at the moment. Um, uh, and then, How but I'm going to do it with my wife. Oh, my she, gosh. She's going to be on it. Dave Foley's going to <gasps> be on it. Oh, wow. And Tim Daly. Oh my how, gosh, how that's fun, amazing! How fun could Crazy. that week be? That's the best week ever. Yeah, so and they're gonna week. pay you, and they're gonna pay me American dollars. <laughs> not too bad, not yeah, too bad. Like <laughs> so those, yeah, those are coming up, and then um, I continue to do you know fun animated stuff as much as I can because I, I love to go in and do animated things, and I'm still doing uh, How to Train Your Dragon, that, oh. that show, Adventure Time, which is you know kids show on acid. Yeah, so fun. Yes, so good, and some other stuff. So, all all fun, good stuff. Awesome. Awesome.
awesome. <laughs> and uh, you can't catch Steven on uh, Twitter because uh, he's it's not in his contract, honey. <laughs> Why is he staying away? Uh, but you can get us on there. I'm at Cole Strat. I'm Vanessa Ragland. The podcast is at PMC Podcast. Thank you guys for listening and thanks for being here, Steven. Thank you, Thank so, you much, so much, guys. Really fun. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.